Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How are you? Kind of away. Not too shabby. See you in a Not second. Bad. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> you look like fucking Brolin, you're a leader in bastard. Or some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tensile player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. What up, Jay? Now then. How you doing, man? Not bad, mate, not bad. Cardiff were nothing spectacular. I tell you what, um, I quite like having that particular bit on at the end there because, you know, we can use it in many different ways. We can. <laughs> but we can. We, we can safely say Cardiff were not spectacular today. They were garbage, weren't they? I'd be honest with you. I, I really, I, I predict, I, I, my prediction was 3-1 on the pod. Um, but I, I, I genuinely wasn't really sure if we'd get three goals. But um seemed to have gone all right, like... Do you mean beforehand or during the hmm. game? Because during the game, it looked like we were going to score about six. Oh, no, beforehand, yeah, yeah. Not during the yeah. game. Like, yeah, no, we could have got, you know, a cricket score there at one point where we were having opportunities, like, but... Absolutely. No, just just beforehand, like, I had that kind of sinking feeling, but... No, it uh, it, it, it actually turned out okay. Um, I saw a stat there, obviously not by our man stat, stats yeah, yeah. but um it was basically something like we'd won 16 drawn 14 and lost oh, 26 yeah. in Car- at Cardiff and that doesn't fill you full of confidence when you've just kind of predicted a 3-1 win you know like a quarter of the games against them that was it yeah yeah that's it, it. like terrible. so so I'm it was just, um... just give me one second there okay Chris, what are you doing Chris, better late than that. it was 33 minutes past Chris give us a break man Chris, it's real Chris, life here. I tell you what, no, you, you, I, I don't know if Chris, you, you're not new, but Jesus Christ, only being three minutes late is actually punctual, mate. Be perfectly yeah, honest with you. It's good for us, this. 
yeah, yeah, we're on. Like we weren't not well, like, we weren't coming on up until about five past seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then suddenly we're all together. Jay was stuck in traffic at the shop. Yeah, well, you you've been out on. I don't don't talk to me about my day, Jay. My day has just been absolutely horrid, man. I went to I, I went to go right. I'll tell you how bad it was. The, the traffic in Leeds, Leeds City Council, will have to fucking answer for. I get me rant out of the way just very quickly. <laughs> uh, you're a, you're you're an old bollocks, Chris. Um, <laughs> went to pick up a mate to come round the gaff to watch the game. Only lived near Kirkstall and uh, ended up getting detoured everywhere out towards Horsford to come back to mine. And uh, we got to a point at the the SO fucking petrol station at the roundabout in Horsford and we were like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I was like you know what fuck this and we just turned around and went back to the fleece pub <laughs> and had a had a pint and watched the game on my phone I don't so I was like that. yeah so I've had one of those days now at this stage for those but, for those watching and listening who don't know what we're on about uh Leeds City Council in the wisdom have decided that because they're removing a the footbridge near Amley Gyratory this weekend they needed an 18 mile diversion 18 yeah. miles 18 miles I mean I'm, I'm I'm gathering it's because it's got to be suitable for every kind of vehicle, but you you it's crazy. Anyway, yeah. anyway, let's let's uh, go back to the football. We actually won against Cardiff away. Oh uh, yeah, Cardiff away today was fantastic. It looked like all the travelling fans had a great old laugh all together as well. So that was nice. Yeah, Alison said the atmosphere looked great, and it, it yeah. really did. And our fans were all you could hear on the TV, as per. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I was listening from my phone, but they were still very loud. Like, so um, I, I was, um, I'll be honest with you, that journey home is going to be really good now for them. And uh, I oh, hope they have a good one. Yeah. And no one ends up on the way to sleepers or gets sick or anything like that. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, the performance from start to finish was very good. I, um, I, I was chatting to my mate and I just turned around to him and I said, it looks like the way we started looked like how we set up for the last 10 minutes of a game if we're chasing it. Yeah. It, it, it very much looked like that for me. And uh, I thought um, from back to front, we were absolutely brilliant today. Mm. I didn't really expect that from us. No, I, I thought Ampadu were awesome at centre-back. He looked like he played mm. there all season. He didn't look yeah. uncomfortable or out of place once. Not at all. And even Not Calvin didn't look that comfortable when he played there. Well, like, I think a lot to do with it. I, I, you know, he, he plays alongside Rodan for the national team as well. So they'd know each other's games quite well. And yeah. having that kind of understanding between the two of them is going to, to you know, it's going to make it a, a little easier for them to play alongside mm. each other. And you could see that they had that kind of rapport with the, the, the way they played today. It's almost like telepathy, in it, with players that know each other's game? Yeah, yeah. They just do know where each is going to be and where to cover for each other and stuff like that. And like you, you really benefit when you've got that kind of understanding between players, don't you? Oh, you do indeed. Yeah, and and like the fact that they play, like they literally play with each other. Any time they're playing football, they're playing football with each other. Uh, so yeah, that's exactly. always going to build a good relationship. And same with Dan James. Like you know, it's, so he, he was a good out ball today as well. Was Dan James? Yeah, he wasn't. He he wasn't very kind of. The way I saw it, it, he wasn't very stuck into the game, but everything he did was very, very kind. Of, was very useful, and, yeah. and and benefited the team a lot, you know. But yeah. it wasn't as frequent as we're kind of used to with Dan James, where he's always, 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 always. But 
Mm. He, he was very effective today in, in the small parts, you know. He was really good, I thought. Mm. Um, Mr. Dodo say Ampadu is easily our best buy by Rodon as well because he's a brick wall at the back. I think having players like Ampadu and James and that can only help us to get Rodon permanently because mm. we won't want to play with the mates and get paid loads of money for it and have adoring fans around the world. Yeah, I think it's all, yeah. <laughs> Bryn's saying... Um, Strike goes to the bench now. Let Grove stay at four and Ampadu and Rodon as the centre-backs. I mean, would you go for that? I was looking at uh, Grove today um, and we hadn't seen an awful lot of him to come to the conclusion that he'd be able to slot in there if needs be because he was only getting cameos here and there and he played, what, one game where he played from the start and it was against Stoke and it was a bit... We, we all know what happened at Stoke. Like, so we couldn't, the whole team was, was shit against Stoke. So we couldn't really judge him off that. Uh, Brit is right. I think that is uh, a certain change that we can make now and be able to confidently go, right, okay, Gruev looks like he can he can actually do a job in there. His, his, one thing I saw was a criticism of him, and, and it was one of mine as well, that he, he tended to pass sideways and backwards quite a lot. But, since he started growing into the team, playing more minutes, mm. he started finding his feet and being able to kind of look at the pass forward now more so than than the sidewards or backwards pass, which is great because yeah, yeah. if he's going to play in there with Kamara, Kamara's the more kind of engine room, I'll break shit up, I'll give it to you and, and you kind of lay it off or, or pass it or whatever. I yeah. think it's um, it, it's he's definitely come along in the in in the games that I've seen him gradually, mm. it hasn't been at the pace you kind of expected him to come in and do because we didn't yeah. expect Ampadu and Kamara to to be so good in there before he came in, and we didn't expect mm. Gray to be as phenomenal as he's been since he's yeah. come into that midfield role. So, yeah, I, I I like the look of Groove at the moment. Um, I'm not going to, you know, say an awful lot more on that. I just I I do like the look of him and being able to come into the team there. Danny's saying, uh, look at Groove's stats today. It's the best stats from a midfielder for Leeds since the 70s. I saw that on Twitter. Um, I missed that now. It was to do with like his pass completion and stuff. He'd, mm. like, he'd completed something like 68 out of 70 passes. Right. Like the highest percentage or the highest number of passes or something like that since the 70s for a Leeds player. Which is just mad. Like Everything he mm. passed went to somebody, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he played some great balls today. Yeah, it looked he did, like he had a real range of passing on him, and I. Did I freeze then? Yeah. Uh, I'll just say he had a great range of passing on him, and I don't think we'd really seen that from him before today. No, well, we saw glimpses of it. There was a few passes, like in um, the game, I think it was game previous or pre before that. Where he was playing a few nice balls in over the back of the the, the, the centre backs and the, the full backs. And mm. you could see that he potentially has that range of passing. Um but I I kind of look at it, it's funny because he doesn't look like he his technique will allow him to make that pass the way he mm. kicks it. It's just I don't yeah, know, there's yeah. something about it. I was just watching it and it just looks I don't know. It looks like someone kicking a football for the first time in some ways. You know what I mean? I just, I don't, I don't know what. <laughs> but it yeah, is. he goes just, where he wants. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just, it's something about it. It's it, the technique. I just can't get my head around it. And if you just look at well, it next time, it's you're working like, for him. Working yeah, yeah. Well, that's him. the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, no, I, I definitely think there's today has kind of concreted that we have far more options to rotate players in 
a couple of positions now than we were left with before. Like there was mm. obviously there's the Cresswell stuff going on at the moment where he needs to work harder to get in the squad and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but now at least if you know Stroke gets injured and and Cooper's out or he's not up to it, then we know yeah. we have Ampadu that can slot in there seamlessly next to Rodon or you know him with um, Stroke if needs be stuff like that. You know so. Yeah. We're finding these little things. I don't know if it's by accident or what the crack is, or just you know, Fark has a core play, a number of players that he trusts in certain positions, and he's he's happy to just do it that way. It's mad though, isn't it? Like Cresswell must have died a little inside today with that Ampadu performance. Mm. It's yeah. He, he's, he must feel like he's never been so far from the first team as he does right now. And. It's it's mad because he showed glimpses last season where he was very much capable for Millwall to be able to to come into our team, considering who was there and who was leaving. Yeah. Um, and he's played one or two games this season where he actually, you know, he's he's done all right. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, against West Ham, he absolutely bossed Antonio for two games, and he was, he was only he was only nineteen at the time. Like, you know, nineteen or he was only nineteen at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it is a bit of a kick in the stones for him, but he's he's at an age now where he kind of just needs to to book up and and if he wants to make it at Leeds, he knows what he needs to do because it's been said publicly now. You know, the thing that's mad about it, I don't want to dwell too much on what his dad says because yeah, um, but after seeing how Leeds stood firm over Nonto, why would you think that it would be a good idea and that you get a different end result by kicking off? publicly like we we basically had a player go on strike and we still said to him you're not going anywhere mm. well like maybe maybe the ability of of Cresswell isn't to the standard that Nanto is at in in his position mm. where Nanto is at a standard like he's a full international he's got the the skill and, and the ability in the position that he's playing and to be able to to push for a place there whereas Maybe Cresswell's ability at a centre back might mm. not be up to the standard that Farrak expects, and that's where he kind well, of yeah. needs yeah. he needs to book up and he needs to to look at what he's doing and, and and to improve on certain areas. Do you think it's maybe to do with the fact that like we always say Cresswell's like an old school centre back, like a no nonsense centre back? Do you mm. think it's that Farker wants him to be more of a ball playing centre back and that he's saying to him, if you can't become that, then you're not much use to me? Yeah, I think we've seen glimpses of of Charlie where he's not just the the, the blood and thunder. I'll get my head on anything and I'll fly mm. into any tackle. He he has the ability to 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 play it out and and to maybe carry the ball a bit, but it's just like the standard that he needs to meet now has just gone up a level again because he's got yeah. Rodon and now he's got Ampadu in there as well. So the level. And standard has to go up. Like even though he's able to, to carry the ball forward and, and find a forward pass, the standard that he needs to be at is it it just needs to be a lot higher. And yeah, if, I'm I'm hoping that his attitude isn't bad because that's some of the stuff that was going round in the press that you know his his attitude wasn't great in training or whatever. Mm. I hope not. Like because no, his old fellow is an ex professional footballer. He should know better than most that the attitude yeah. needs to be right. Like you know. Um, but we'll try and get back to the game anyway, Jay. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to talk about um, Rotor in the 10 role behind Bamford today. Oh, yeah. Seems to be very much working. 
came alive, didn't he? Yeah. Do you think is that um, a nod to Fark to say, right, if you're playing Piro, maybe this is the way it needs to go? Like it's whichever is the informed striker starts and the other replaces and he plays up top. I suspect this may make him think about his policy a little bit. Yeah. He sort of backed himself into a corner with it, hasn't he? A little bit, like, yeah. He, yeah. He, he were like, no, it's not changing. This is how it is. So if yeah. he does change it now, he's going to have to kind of take his medicine on that, isn't he? So we'll, we'll see, won't we? I, I'd like to think that he would put performances above his own pride. And I think that he would. Yeah, he strikes me as the kind of guy who will kind of go, right, okay, I said what I said. I tried what I was trying. It just maybe didn't work. He does. It doesn't strike me as the arrogant type to to go. Well, I'm right anyway, regardless of whatever. Yeah, he's like he's, he comes across to me as someone with conviction rather than arrogance. Hmm. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's a good thing. You know what I mean? You you do want your manager to fully believe in what he's doing. Absolutely. How are the, play, yeah. how, how are the players going to buy in if he doesn't? Well, you've hit the nail on the head there. Like, if the manager doesn't believe what he's doing, then how are the players meant to buy into it? And um, I mean, you, you can't tell me Wayne Rooney believed in what he was doing at Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Um, Bryn makes a point here just on the uh, Nanto um, Cresswell thing. He says, Nanto is an Italian international. Cresswell is, let's be honest, an average championship centre-back who could become good. Exactly, Bryn. That's yeah. kind of what I was kind of getting at with the the level for him has to be stepped up another bit now because even though we're in the championship, the players ahead of him are at the level that he needs to be at. And uh, absolutely he, he could become a very good centre-back for it's it all, down the line. It's all could right now. Yeah. We don't he'll know, get his opportunity at some point. This is the thing. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll get an opportunity at some point. Of course so, he will. Whether, you know, he's, he's signed a four-year contract, like, so... That's it. We had a Got comment them. from somebody a little while back. I can't remember who said it now, um, but just said the fear for us if uh, Rodon gets injured because Creswell isn't that, is he? And I, I don't think any of them at the back read the game as well as Rodon does. And again, today mm. we're outstanding. And he, he's so good at coming out and carrying the ball as well. Like, that's the thing. He, he, he'd be as big a miss as. I think Ben White would have been when he was out in the promotion yeah. season. Um, because we tried Calvin in there, like, we, you know, Spark is on a, uh, Ampadu today and it didn't yeah. work, you know, yeah. um, as well. Um, I think if if it is a case that Rodon does go out at some point and Cresswell does have to come in, I think it depends on who Cresswell has beside him as to how Big he'll... Time. he'll play the game you know so if if it's Cooper God knows if it's Ampadu <laughs> there's probably a better chance that he'll be more calm and collect on the ball because Ampadu is obviously one of those characters within the squad who he doesn't panic and yeah. we've seen it you know he doesn't like there was one today where he absolutely lumped it away but it's in the 18 yard box and he had yeah, yeah. three players close him down so anyone lumps it there like, yeah you've got to aren't you you yeah. have to know when to do that yeah, so it could come down to a case of uh, who plays alongside him. But I think he'll be able to do a job regardless. Yeah. Like just, like I think just, if it's him and Ampadu you know, at the back, though, it means we've got a hell of an injury crisis. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're going through <laughs> some serious shit there. Like, um, So, look, um, in relation to uh, Somerville today... Um, yes. Had a great game. Barred the penalty, missed. 
He worked very hard. Yeah. He never stopped going at him. He, he was part of the reason that we were just all over him. Mm. It, it was just like bearing down on him every 10 seconds with the ball and the shit in themselves. And I love to see that. Um, yeah. And he, he just he kept running, didn't he? He kept trying. He kept going at him. He, were, he, he created a goal. He had a few goals himself. He were unlucky. He had the penalty, which were unlucky, to be fair. And uh, he'll have felt extra shit about that one because Bamford asked to take it again, didn't he, I think? <laughs> yeah, that was it, yeah. Because he did chat well, to look, him, didn't he? So he will have said, oh, can I have it? Come on. And he'll have said, no, fuck off, I'm penalty taken. But look, I know I, I, I get the whole senior thing or whatever, but if Bamford's missed the last three penalties, I, I, I know he's on a bit of a, a goal run at the moment. He's got three and three. But just... Ease your way back into it, Patrick. Don't get ahead of yourself. You've missed three penalties on the fucking bounce, dude. All right. So can't just go Hollywood yet. Yeah. yeah, don't go all Hollywood on us just <laughs> yet. Like um, but I thought so, uh Somerville's performance today, like the for the cutback for Bamford's goal, I had to watch his his uh movement again on in the replay. His touch to take him down to the byline was absolutely fantastic. The first mm. time when it when it happened live. I thought he'd overcooked uh, a touch, but you can yeah. see that he actually the, the the way he he finesses the ball, he actually means that touch, and he, he actually means doing. to to do it like. And you're kind of like, geez, that's class. And he was great. A couple of lads, I, I was watching on my phone, and a couple of lads, obviously, um, well, I was listening to it while I was using my eyes. Um, the couple of lads uh, that were watching it, Willie, um, they basically said, yeah, look, uh, Bamford, he, all he needs is a, a goal to go in off his arse or something like that. And and yeah. the goal he got today was epitomises the just any kind of goal, you know. <laughs> I didn't just, see just Bamford's do. goal. I, um, I was listening to it on international radio and then um, it cut out for a, a minute or something and then it came... And I, I, I had no idea what had happened and then... Um, because I wasn't watching properly at the time, I was just I were in the middle of something, and uh, the commentator said something about us being ahead, and I was like, "Hey, what?" And I realised that he said one nil, and I was like, "Oh Jesus, we scored!" Yeah, so a bit of a delayed celebration for me, but yeah, I will I yeah. will watch it later on. Obviously, I saw the rest yeah, of the no. game, so just typical. It, I missed that bit. Yeah, no, it was it was just good. It was just funny that that some random person that I was talking to the pub would just say that and then he you know to go in off his arse and nearly did like yeah a proper striker's goal just in the right place to put it away yeah Chris yep he was on his arse when he put it away so was it? That, you know yeah yeah it was set down in the uh, the six yard box when he put it in it was one of them it but, is good uh, to yeah. see him looking confident again because yeah. when he plays and he's on it he's a menace to defenders. Yeah, he presses really well. It's it's one of the things that frustrated me about Rudder when he played up front is that he didn't press quite as well as Bamford yeah. and it took away um, any of the work that the midfielders were doing behind him. Because Bamford's, they'd be put... like, Bamford's like a wasp when you've got an ice lolly, mm. do you know what I mean, on a summer's day. It's just round you, yeah. won't leave you alone. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, Right, there's a, there's a comment there right down at the bottom, Jay. Do you want to try... Um, bash out that one. one yeah what's that name? are you gonna who's a crab oh okay go on then uh venelin kabakchev how close is that that that's that's pretty good by the looks that's of my it, attempt and, and if i'm wrong i apologize yeah. uh, 
You've paused again. Yeah. Do that now. I've got his name right, but I can't read the comment. Uh, oh, Rodon walks into any PL team, two foots Martinez from Scum, then has a pint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. Nice. Bang on. Hey, there you go. Bang See, I, I, I'm, nice known as, I'm known as the butcher of names. Uh, oh, you're, oh, you're from Bulgaria as well. Um, nice one. Well, Great well, to have well, you along, man. While you're on Venelin, um, did if you've heard it, did Brynlaw's pronunciation of Groove was that right, or are we right? Because when I first heard him say it, I thought he said Groif, and I was like, "What?" Because he said Groif, I think Groof, Groif, Groof, and we always say Groove because we pronounce it how it's how it appears. But say what you see, isn't it? Yeah, interested to know how it should be. Just um, joined us. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Stay along for the ride. Appreciate it, man. Uh, so we'll go on to the the next goal. Um, go on then. Oh, go on then. Are you sure you don't want to start talking about it yourself? No. No, no. I'm I'm, I'm here to listen, mate. I don't want to take over. You're here to listen, man. I feel like I've been <laughs> waffling on for ages. Um, he says Dan we're right about Groove, by the way. Oh, sweet. Nice one. Nice. Oh, yeah, first-hand information. We've got it first-hand. That's it. Uh, yeah, so Dan James is on a bit of a hot streak now. Uh, that's nine goals um, this season. Yeah, he's, he's doing well, he? Yeah, they seem to be uh, duking it out at the moment. Like, um, they, they, I, I, Do you know what? I, I'm fearing that we cursed Piro. We're never going to give that shirt away. Well, that's the thing. We're never going to give it away, are we? We should email him in our tweet or something and go, look, just fucking snatch the ball for the next penalty and take it so we can get rid of this shirt and just be done with it. I know. Um, but yeah, so I'd like Dan James is is having a great season so far, Jay. Yeah, he is. My light just went out for some reason. Um, yeah, he is. He's just he's he's having a blinder this year. He's um I don't know, it's uh He's come back like a different man. He's refreshed, and you can tell he's got the the bit between his teeth. You know, he wants he wants to play for Leeds. He wants to prove himself. Mm. He wants to be at this club, and I'm all for it. I'm, yeah. I love to see that kind of effort. And it's it's not just that he's trying really hard. He's raised his game. He's doing mm. things he wasn't doing before. He's scoring goals. He's getting crosses to people because he used to just bang it across and it never went near anyone. Yeah, yeah, and he's just he looks like a different player. Yeah, there seems to be a lot more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, I, I, it's not even a word. It just looks like his end product is far, far better. Yeah, he's actually like you said there. He he nine times out of ten just bang it in the box and off the best. But he's actually getting his head up now and having a look, mm. and and basically just trying to do exactly what he needs to do. And so I was listening to uh, Popey on on. BBC Radio Leeds while I was stuck in the car in traffic and he was saying that um, Dan James' dad was like wanted him to play for Leeds he, like that's the yeah, club yeah. his dad wanted him to play for and it must was have just, killed him when he went to school yeah yeah well like <laughs> as, as we all know it wasn't exactly in our hands for that to, to happen like so yeah that, no. that, that's the way uh, the cookie crumbles I'm afraid but he's having a fantastic season so far do you uh, think? I can't... Sorry, go on. No, go on. Go on. Do you think that that time he's played in the Premier League has made him a better player, and he's now a, a slightly higher level than he was the last time he played in the Championship for us? 
I think he's improved, mate. And I think it, it's got to be part mm. of it. Well, regular game time will always will always make a player better. But mm. the the one thing that you need to take into account is the players they're playing around as well. Because if you're playing with better yeah, yeah. better players that you're normally used to, you're all. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Always going to improve, like, because if the standard is higher, then you know you have to up your game. It's like the, the Cresswell situation as well, you know. He has to up yeah. his game. Um, so... Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. The time in the Premier League and and the the loan spells have helped him out. Like, but yeah, like, uh, do you want to read out Tasha's uh, comment there? Aye, aye. She says uh, scum almost destroyed Dan James. He's finally clean of that stench. Yeah, he's been hosed down. It's like, do you remember Phoenix Knights, uh, Max and Paddy, when they call the home office and they tell them that Brian Potter's a terrorist and they turn up and they spray them all down at the end. That's what they've done to Dan James. I'm going to have to. What uh, I'm talking about, have you? I'm going to have to out myself here. <laughs> I've never seen Phoenix Knights yeah. or Max what? Paddy. Oh my! Th- yeah. This is a revelation. Well, I, I've, I've. You <laughs> I come really over here, disrespecting our culture. I've never watched The Office either. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know what we're doing. We're doing a football podcast. We better so go back okay. to the game because I just feel very disappointed right now. Oh, don't. It's like that's like when your parents go, I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than being angry. Like, just be angry. Bryn's upset too. <laughs> Sorry, Bryn, man. Cat speak, you dickhead car. <laughs> I'll binge watch the office soon enough. I'll binge watch it soon enough. I, I reckon it's more Phoenix Nights and oh, right. I'll do that too. About. I'll do that too. Okay, no. uh, what's uh, what did you think about that penalty, by the way, that Somerville took? Because no one's someone uh, that might have been Danny said no one's giving him any shit for it. I don't think it warranted any shit because you could see exactly what he tried to do, and the fact he I, got a goal anyway probably protected him a little from too much criticism. Well, I'd be honest with you, I'd just like to to rewind a little bit, oh, just on, a little then. bit. And ask why the fuck it wasn't a penalty for Patrick Bamford. Well, I made a Let's, note of this, and it says shite. I mean, ref. Froze again, there, dude. I got frozen. Uh, it says yeah. shite ref denied penalty on Bamford and the free kick for James when he put it through yeah. that guy's legs and he just body checked him. Yeah, just fucking garbage. That, that Bamford one, were outrageous. The guy oh, led in it? with an arm. He smashed yeah. him. He absolutely smashed him. Like, how, how like, is that? Like. Have, he must have thought it were a penalty himself. 
Well, like he got up thinking it was a penalty, so I don't know why it wasn't a penalty. Like it, Bamford had control of the ball. He was in. He was between man and ball. Therefore, yeah. if Bamford has the ball, then it's a penalty. You're getting some stick here, Cal, for not watching Phoenix Knights. Danny says you need sacking. Fucking hell, I don't <laughs> get paid to get sacked. <laughs> Tasha, Tasha says she's not seen it either, so it must be an Irish yes. thing. Go on, Tasha. Something wrong with you, what? <laughs> oh, that's that, I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> like... I, I'll get something watched. I'll get Phoenix Knights watched then. All right, okay. Sounds, oh, Bandy's on you now. Have you seen oh, League fuck. of Gentlemen? I have. I oh, love it. I love oh, Royston Veazey. Go on. Thank I'll have God. a brown fish sandwich, please. <laughs> <laughs> love Jesus Royston Veazey. We didn't burn him. <laughs> <laughs> Class. Oh, that was, that was a brilliant show, that Royce and Veazey. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fucking nice. Yeah. It's fucking Yeah, nice. it's quality. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. <laughs> and if you ever wonder what the special stuff is from the butchers, if you just go to the bar at half time at Elland Road and get a burger <laughs> or a pie, you'll soon find out. <laughs> oh, I have uh, I, mean, I have seen Dairy Girls, yeah. yeah. Of course he has, of course he has. But um, uh, Mrs. Brown's boys <laughs> get terrible. The it's the worst <laughs> thing that's ever be on TV is that I'm not having that one Marvin only pulls uh, horses man yeah I would say that and can't and beat that to be fair and Father Ted yeah but dad's oh, here, back here, here. no father <laughs> <laughs> anyway we're, it's a football podcast oh, oh it is um, <laughs> it, it warmed my heart today when I saw the Cardiff fans leaving en masse at 85 oh. I, I really enjoyed that because they, yeah. they probably went there thinking, oh, it's Leeds. We always we always get some out of Leeds. Yeah. And and the stats would go be in their favour, to be honest with you. Um, 26 losses for us was a phenomenal amount of we always get something out of Leeds, you know, for mm-hmm. them. like So you can understand why they were a little confident. Like, it's why, like I was saying earlier on, I said 3-1 on the pod, but I wasn't confident we'd get three goals going into it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um Hang on but a I... Tasha, you've not seen The Matrix, The Godfather, Goodfellas, Sopranos, or Pulp Fiction either. My family think I'm a freak as well. <laughs> Listen, Tasha, you, you can't um, come around here if you've not seen no, most of you know what is popular culture. The Godfather, Goodfellas, and Sopranos, like it, like that. Everyone knows the uh, the the winter scene with Chris and and Chris and um, Polly, where they lose the Ukrainian hitman. <laughs> and it's like everyone that is just one of the best episodes in a, in a series I've ever seen in my life it's fantastic get it watched ah, get it watched Jesus Christ uh, anyway. we've just gone off on one today <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't even know what we were saying before that we were talking about um, how Cardiff fans said that they were oh, looking yeah. forward to going into it because That's they always it. get something out of us Um. But thankfully, uh, we went and uh, we didn't. They didn't get it out of it, which was great. And they were um, shit, you know. They were like, they often do you remember no at the start? Of, yeah, do you remember at the start of the season when we walked away from that game, going, "They were fucking shit." Well, they were even worse there today. Like, they were. You know, they were. They were fucking poor, man. I won't. They were very they, poor. I'm normally like stressed watching Leeds games. I'm always thinking, "Oh, something's going to happen. We're going to concede." I won't worried for a second of that game no. today. There was never a point that I was like, oh, oh God, you know, we, we might not win this. There was never a point. 
There was mm. never a point where they attacked and I thought, oh shit, not once. No. And then they hooked the striker at half time and chucked and he was the only on. one. Yeah, he was the only one with half who had half a chance in the first half. Like, it was like, what are you doing? Like, crazy. But, you know, all good for me. I'll never um, understand that when managers do that. Like, I've seen that a couple of times this season against us as well. We're at Middlesbrough or we're at Swansea where they had a guy who were like terrorizing us up front and they took him off at about like 60, 60, 70 minutes. Yeah, I remember that. I can't remember who it was though. Yeah. And it, it, uh, were, it were tearing us apart because mm -hmm. he, he were going for it. He had a bit of pace. I think it was think Burrow it, when they were trying to play that ball over the top, was it? Might have been. I'm sure it was a it was a black lad who was up front. Yeah. I can't remember his name. I can't remember it was his just, name. It was, yeah, that... it was big and strong and it was quick and it was causing us problems and they hooked him and like today we can't if they hooked their guy and it don't make any sense to me that unless no. maybe he's injured, you know. But he didn't look at like he was the only one that had any half decent effort uh going forward for them and, and mm -hmm. it baffled you a little bit as to why. But look, that's their the losses are again late. That's, yeah, that's the one, Brent. Latte yeah. late. That's the yeah. one, Brent. It was good against us, and then they just hooked him. Like, that, that was mad, like, but mm -hmm. um yeah, the, the the final goal then obviously was Rudder. Uh, I just want to point out a, uh, some of his celebration. Uh, do you think was it a tribute to to Ailing? It was. It it, it very. Oh much yeah, of course. Yeah, that was a little um, send off for him, little bye. Yeah. Um, but the the build up play for that goal and everything that went with it and Bamford's intelligence to step over it was just from back to front. That was a fantastic goal, like. In, yeah, in terms was, of, of team build-up and everything. Yeah, Bamford was so unselfish there because he must mm. have been tempted to swing a leg at that. Yeah, Maybe, it, it maybe the up. fact that we're heading for his right foot made him think twice. You see, the other thing as well is I, I watched the replay of that and it actually came across, it came from obviously there, but it, it would have been nice to hit with his left foot regardless. I think he could have easily stepped onto that with the stride he was taking. Like he had to, he had to break his stride almost to, to, to step over the ball. Do you but think he got striding, a shout? Yeah, I think he got a shout, but I think his stride and left foot would have been able to put through that ball without it coming across his body as well. Like, But um, the, the fact that he was you know, intelligent enough to leave it if he did get a shout or whether he didn't, I can't yeah. quite recall. Like, but yeah, it's, it, just from back to front, that was a fantastic goal. It's like, nice and, to see that sometimes because it makes you feel like even though he's a striker, he is for the good of the team, not just for the good of mm. himself. Yeah, because our strikers are just playing their own game, try to score goals and set their own records, and they're not yeah. that bothered about anybody else getting a goal. Well, you see, that I, I get what you're saying there as well, but at the same time, you you look back at Stoke and you're like, ah, you're a bit of a selfish prick there. Like, but at the same time, but I think he's learned from that, mate. I think, yeah, you know, even though he's asked to take a penalty and stuff, he hadn't pushed it. He yeah. he's left that today for someone else, and I think he has kind of realised. You've got to be, you know, you've got to be for the team, otherwise the the team's not going to be for you. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing as well. Um, Tasha is just talking here about the the forthcoming game. We won't touch on it too much. I just want to oh, go on. uh, against Preston uh, with Miller on the wing. Do we play Archie at fullback? Uh, he did tear Archie a new one the last time. I thought Archie today uh, was. He was extremely good. I think he had more opportunities to get forward today than he would have normally. Uh, it was like he was playing as a more inverted wing back rather than a full back today because mm -hmm. it looked like Ampadu and and 
Rodan were very much marshalling the back on the roll and, and we were pressing quite high into their half for a lot of it. And Archie was, was pivotal to that today. I, I disagree on the inverted wing back bit. I don't well, think him inside enough for that. He he tends to be wing more. Yeah, well there was opportunity there was a points of which he'd start coming in inside mm. a little bit. I think Furpo I mean, was as well, but not uh, so like inverted wing back kind of wing. I guess back, I guess know? earlier in the game maybe. Yeah, I think the mm. last sort of twenty minutes of the game he, he tended to stay out wide at that point. He played very well when he got forward. To be fair, very but very yeah. Well. I think, this is another thing I made a note of, and it, it, you know, it says Gray very good, good attacking threat. Pass for James that he hit the bar from. I mean, yeah. that pass, that one, beautiful. Yeah, deserved a goal yeah. on the end of it. That there was one from uh, from Rutter for Somerville in the second half as well, where he kind of just chipped it up a little bit. If he could have just, if it had came down just a little bit more mm. on the half volley, it would have been absolutely fantastic. But uh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Dodo says Dan James on the wing will help Archie out because of his pace and he does get stuck in defending. Yeah. I think that's spot on as well. And I remember, I think it was like 55 minutes or something. So not mega late in the game, but like mm. somebody missed a pass and he came steaming back to Dan James. He like ran almost length of the pitch to catch their attacker and tackle him. Or he's attempt quite... to tackle him. I, I can't remember if he actually got the ball or mm. not now, but the fact he went like that, he's just, he's so quick, man. And well, he he's quite a hard maximum effort, fucker, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He loves a, a bit, of, loves a bit like, of rough and tumble, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing I've noticed about him recently as well, that he, he's not afraid to, to get stuck in. And he, he's got a bit of a thick head in him as well, like if someone yeah. comes up on him a little bit hard. Like, you know, and then he, he, you do he need back that. down from anyone. I think, like, I'm not going to say it's short man syndrome, but there has to be some kind of, like, when I played football, I was very, very slim. And I'd always go after the biggest fucker on the pitch just so I could prove a point, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's the same with Dan James. He's like, I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care how small you think I am. I'm going to absolutely leather you up and down this pitch at some point. Like That's it. And Leave one on Maybe that's make sure they know you're there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's yeah. what it is as much as anything. Like, but fair play to him. He's, he's putting in a serious shift these days. He's a great player this season. Mm. He's absolutely great. I feel yeah. a bit sort of bad for him because... I feel like he'll be one of the first people people want to drop if we do go up. And I don't think so. He's I think really it... earned a shot this time, I think. But mm. at the same time, you do have to wonder whether he would be good enough at that level. But that's you know that's a conversation for a different time, and it's nice but, uh, that we're we're mm. looking at these possibilities. I get what you're <laughs> saying there, Jay, as well. Like, but he's never had a settled club. Bar Swansea when he was there for a little while, like what was he there about three years before Everton started going pear shaped and move move wise and stuff? Yeah, if he has a settled club where he's he knows he's going to be playing and he knows that the the squad and the manager are going to be consistent, that that plays a lot into the hands does, of a yeah. player. Like you know what I mean? It 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 gives them a different feeling to be around the club to be able to go right. I know where the club's going in this particular time frame and. To have the same manager, the same consistency, everything like that, it, it it it's massive for any player. Like it is, and I remember when Bamford signed, and he were a bit of a journeyman at that point. When he had been yeah. worn down and sent all over the place, and I remember his interview when he joined, saying, "I just always wanted to just be the main man at a club and just mm. be the guy." And he got that at Leeds, and for a few seasons, yeah. it really worked. Like he yeah. settled in, and he scored a he scored a shit ton of goals for us. Yeah, you know, he had purple patches here and there, and. Mm. I think Bamford's kind of scoring record is very scattered. 
if you, it is, if, you, yeah. if you get what I mean. Like there's the stages where for two months you might score eight goals and then not get into them for three months and then get yeah. another eight goals then for another two months and then only get one or two in between this, you know. Yeah. So it it's it he hits purple patches and I think this this is his kind of purple patch now where he's going to I, I think Bamford could finish easily 12, 15 goals a season if he it carries could, if on he carries, if on he carries it on. Like, yeah. yeah. Because he's like he, he made a very good point. He was asked after the Preston game, how do you feel your confidence is? And he was like, My confidence was always fine. I was just wondering why the hell I wasn't playing. You know, yeah. so that kind of says a lot about him where he's like people were like, Oh, his confidence isn't good. He'd have put that away if he was two years ago, Bamford, blah, blah, blah. If a if a man says his confidence is always there, his confidence is there. And it's just the opportunities that you know, you need to be able to to do that, like, you know. It's whether you believe him, you might just be fronting yeah. up, you know what I mean? You might just be saying, oh, yeah, always fine, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I people don't that... want to appear weak, do they, mentally or whatever, they don't want to, they don't want I people don't... to think that. Yeah, I don't think it's some people, I think it's everyone. No one ever wants to, 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 to come across weak when they're in a position that he's in where he's fighting for a place. Like, you're never going to, you're never going to come across as going, oh, I had my doubts about my ability and this and that. Nah. You don't say shit like that. You say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident." I'm just. I was asking the manager why I wasn't playing. Mm. You know, Danny says whether Bamford scores or not, he stays in this team. Ed Piro, I, I, I don't think know. if he's on a goalless run, I don't think he stays in the team for me. Because what's the point of like what incentive is there there for the other guy if the guy ahead of you is not scoring, but you still don't get a chance? Do you know what I mean? You, I don't think you can stick with him if he goes three or four games without a goal. Oh no! But I think maybe at the moment that, he he has replaced Piro as the first choice striker because Piro was the guy who wasn't scoring. Oh yeah, no, I I, I think maybe what Danny Man is in, uh, he stays in the team while it's he's in the form or the vein that he's in at the moment. Like I mm. I agree, but if it does start to drop off, then you do start to rotate him and Piro again. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah, Bryn's not a fan of Piro. <laughs> Says he can't run the line or press now. I, I agree he can't press, not like Bamford. I think he can run the line, but he's been put in the t- in the ten, hasn't he? And yeah, that's... in the nine, so it's hard to it's hard to judge him on that really at Leeds. Yeah. Again, I think like we mentioned earlier on, Jay, this could be the catalyst for Fark to go, all right, if I'm if I'm playing Rudder in the ten and he's slotting in there comfortably and he's influencing games in a major way, then my swap with Bamford is going to have to be Piro in the nine. So that's definitely yeah. going to give Piro the time now because if Bamford does kind of drop off with the uh, with the goals and whatnot, at least if Piro comes in, he knows he's going into that nine nine position, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. it. And, and it's like he's now got to step up. He's either going to mm. come out of the blocks or he's going to crumble and fade away. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. it. He, um, he Danny, Danny says Bamford does more than Piro. He always looks stoned. <laughs> he's actually he's Dutch. He's been put in the 10 because he played the 10 at Swansea. And I, I know yeah. I've seen that said many times he did. But um, yeah. the feeling was always that we signed him as a striker, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and he's meant to be a finisher. So for me, Ruta is a far better 10 than Piro is. Yeah. Well, we're, we're all seeing that now at the moment. Like, so... Mm-hmm. It's just a case of uh, does Fark admit that maybe 
what he was trying previously wasn't going to be the way it was going to go and, and yeah, just yeah. play a natural nine in his, his position. And and teams he, and tactics progress, like things change. Yeah. Sometimes you'll something will happen because it's forced and it'll mm. just work and you'll stick with it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's okay That's to change true. your mind. It's okay to say, yeah, that were wrong. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I but again we 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 discussed that possibility earlier on, so we'll have to wait and see if he's going to I mean, kind of suck it up. Jesse Marsh should never say it, but <laughs> A reasonable human being with some intelligence, mate. <laughs> I think uh, everyone, uh, bar Jesse Marsh, has the intelligence to realise that when they're wrong, they're wrong. I think so, but he definitely doesn't. No, not at all. Not I don't, at I don't all. want to talk about that fucker too much, but, you know, yeah. Um, uh, that interview I couldn't watch. I uh, I turned it on, and as soon as he started speaking, I just I, I think I've got, like, PTSD or something. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't sit. I, I, I had to just read on Twitter, what the, the salient points of it were. And mm. to be honest with you, it were everything I expected. None of it were his fault. Huh? It were everyone else's fault. He didn't do what wrong. He were nearly there. We were <laughs> about to start winning all his games. And we weren't really 18th, apparently, even though Table said we were. So, <laughs> Look, I, 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 a mate of mine posted it today and he said, interesting, listen. Um, but oh, Bandy is in there. We, what was he saying? <laughs> we, we speak not of the fish eyed fool, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he goes, It's an interesting uh, listen. And I was like, I have absolutely no time for listening to that asshat talk shite for an hour. <laughs> like, I couldn't do it to myself, I genuinely couldn't do it to myself. Yeah, yeah there's other yeah. people in the comments agreeing they couldn't listen to yeah. it. Couldn't do um, it. He, he talks absolute bollocks. Just like, bobbins in it. It's just it, it's like, like the drunk salad. Lo- he's, yeah, he's like the drunk local in the pub that no one wants to talk to. And you're like, just just go away. Just go away. No time I, 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 I saw the clip where like uh, Simon Jordan was saying something along the lines of, oh, yeah, you know, he's saying in about culture and Jesse Marsh is like, oh, yeah, it's it's a it's a culture. Like people try to be edgy here. And Simon John's like, yeah, there's a lot of envy in 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 England, in Britain, uh, yeah. and it's like it's it's sad, it's sad. Yeah. It's like fuck off, Jesse, you fuck fucking off. idiot. Yeah. Anyway, I'll your rifle through a few of the uh... <laughs> your participation medal, motherfucker. Yeah, absolutely. I'll right. rifle through a few of the comments, and then uh, we can wrap up for the night. Um, All right, man. There's, there's there's more drinking and celebrating to be done. Yeah. So, uh, Danny, he, uh, he said, even gents never doubted Bamford. Andy Aylor said, great to hear Luke Aylin chant. Our fans are class. Also, Ruta's air guitar celebration getting. We mentioned yeah. that, didn't we? Enjoyed yeah. that. Class. Uh, Danny says, I loved Ruta's air guitar celebration for Ailing. Alison says, Tasha, I'm good time. London, is she on the piss? You're on the session, Alison. Alison, are you on the session? Is she raising hell? I think, I think I saw she'd gone to Cardiff. So, did, did you go to Cardiff and then back to London, Alison? I don't know. Um, are you? Jay's left us again. Yeah, no, Forget Leicester. We'll still win this division. Just the 14 <laughs> points now. We will follow me. I, I, I can't see it, mate, but you never know. You never, you know. never know. Uh, Danny says, I said to Luke that Bamford scores 10 goals before Piru does. Hey, anything's possible. Yeah. Mr. Dodo says, an Irishman wanting someone else to speak challenge. Impossible. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Shelly Johnson, I think we've got a great first 11, but I'm a little worried about the bench, which seems a bit light. Do you think we'll actually strengthen in the window? The 49ers seem to leave things late. I think we will. I think the journals have mentioned fullbacks and stuff like that and defenders, and they're not talking about that if they're not hearing something, are they? Mm. Just not, well, like, not the level we've seen. There's been a lot of sort of, yeah, Leeds are interested in them, Leeds are interested in them. And it's, it's guys like Phil and stuff and Baron Cross and that and Graham Smith. And they're, you know, they don't tend to say stuff like that unless they've, they've heard a little something at least, have they? No, I, I think that's the case. But we've seen how the, the, the quickly touch on the 49ers, they, they don't do anything in, in view of the public. They Like everything happened. Like we, we heard what, five or six names for manager position. And then all of yeah. a sudden, Fark comes out of nowhere after being yeah. interviewed for a week or something. So and I, Purdue I, I just like, turned up out of nowhere. Yeah, I like that we're hearing nothing. I like, I like, the, I like it, you know, because it, 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 I don't it worry anymore. Means, yeah, I, I feel like we're actually in capable hands. We're not just going to panic by. I feel like you can trust these guys to at least try to get us back to the Premier League long term. Mm. We'll see, won't we'll we? See. But yeah. when you think about it, they. They had all those investors that then pulled out because we got relegated. So you have to think mm. that they will have these people waiting in the wings, at least some of them, ready to yeah. come in if we do go back up. So to them, if they spend a bit of money to get us there, that's not a big deal because they're going to bring more in, potentially. Yeah. Uh, Bryn says, we only seem to hear when it's 95% done. I'm more than happy that's with it. that, Bryn. At least we know it's concrete then, lad. Yeah, that's Absolutely, it. There's, yeah. there's nothing worse than like, getting attached to an idea of oh so-and-so's coming in you start like all those content creators will get on we start talking it up and we can't wait for this player mm. it's going to be great and then he goes somewhere else fucking Southampton yeah. or somewhere or, or yeah. it were never happening you know and mm. I yeah I, I like that when you hear something now it tends to be something more concrete and you might have to wait to hear it but at least it tends to be reliable and you know something's happening I'm, yeah. I'm all right with that I'm, I'm okay right with, with that like absolutely yeah I think uh, we've got one last comment here, and it's nope. Shelley Johnson, and she says, "I definitely keep James. He's improved loads, and he's better at decision making these days. That's a big yeah. thing. The decision making. Yeah. He has Fine got better than that. He's stopped doing silly things. Like I was saying, like he used to just try and boot into box somehow. You know, he didn't really. Mm. There were no aim. There were no picking a person out. Seems to have changed that for me now. And yeah, gets his shot for me next season if we go up." Yeah, I like it now at the moment. He's uh, he's definitely proven that when he's settled at a club, he's, he's definitely going to to give it his all. And and the way he's performing at the moment is just well, proofs in the pudding, really. Like he's doing, he's doing it what is. he needs to do. And you feel Simple like if if we did fail to go up, he's one of the ones that'd be happy to stay. He won't kick off. He'd be yeah, ready to go again. Let's try again next season. You know what I mean? I think so. I think so. Yeah. 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 Um. Is that the is that the last of the old comments there, Jay? Is That's it? the last of the starred ones, yeah. That's it, mate. Sound as a pound. You well, can take um, it away. You can bring us home. Cheers. <laughs> uh, no, straightforward enough. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, I hope you really uh, enjoyed the win today and the chat today. And uh, look, sure, we'll uh, we'll try and get on for another pod on Tuesday. I don't know who was on. Be very last minute again. We'll probably be about three minutes late again. Probably, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably be us again. It'd be you, yeah, me, and Luke again. Like it seems to be every week now. Yeah, yeah, punctual as fuck. Yeah, we'll catch it. you later, folks. Have a good weekend. Have and uh, Jay, nice one, man. Cheers, man.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke Aftermatch podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars, Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.